Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I am the editor of thevikingage.com, where we cover the Minnesota Vikings. As always, I'm joined by Mr. Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Zone Coverage. Bring me the news in the Brookings Register. Uh, before we get started, make sure, if you're watching this on YouTube, to subscribe to our channel and like this video. Follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook, and the audio versions of this podcast are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. So go check that out if you prefer the audio medium. Yes, Chris? I I, I bet you have some fancy intro planned, but after you mentioned the Brookings Register, I have some trivia for you. I don't have a question today, so that's perfect. Okay, this is this is perfect. So for my travels for the Brookings Register, I had to go to Aberdeen, South Dakota, and I had to cover the Brookings Bobcats who finished as the running runners up in class double A. Uh, to be fair, the Arlington Cardinals, who we also cover, finished third place in the class B in the inaugural South Dakota High School uh, Athletics Association. It's a lot of words. Uh, <laughs> softball tournament. Softball was not an inaugural sport or a sanctioned sport in South Dakota until this year. Oh, wow. You're probably wondering why I'm mentioning this. On yeah. my way to Aberdeen, I drove through Webster, South Dakota. Can you name which former Viking is from Webster, South Dakota? Well, didn't you tell me before we got I did on. tell you before the air, but you're supposed to act dumb. Oh, oh. This is how it works. This is how radio works. Like you're that that's this is how it works. I know we talked about this off air, but you come on here and you're like, hey, this Viking once ate mac and cheese and threw four touchdowns. You know who it is? And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Why the fuck would I know who that is? I didn't know if you were that's like the bit. I didn't know if it was somebody different. I didn't know if there was somebody else. No, who is Chris? Who who is it? Who is from this this town South Dakota? Who, Chris? Who? The Former reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, and Vikings training camp legend. But yes, I drove through Brock Lesnar's hometown. It is not exciting. It is very small. Uh, There's an A&W there, which is fantastic. You know, and they're all over in Canada. But I think I've been to one once in my life, and I'm like, they have a whole restaurant? I thought this was just root beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, they're they're very they're as big as McDonald's. Well, not as McDonald's. 
and they're fine. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of hyping them up a little bit, but they have, well, they're like a Tim, the Tim Hortons, you know, because those yeah, are all over sure. the place in Canada too. Yeah, uh, is Brock Lesnar's real name? It is right. I think so. Yeah, I don't like, think it's not like Brock. Oh, he's Brock Lesnar at uh, the University of Minnesota. So it's I don't like, think they give stage names in right, uh, right. college it's like, sports. It's not like Steve Lesnar or anything. Um. <laughs> Steve Lesnarkowski or something crazy like that. Like it's what? some Polish name. Like oh, we'll just yeah. shorten it up, Al. For sure, for sure, that would, yeah. that would make a lot of sense. All right, yeah, Brock Lesnar, uh, former Vikings preseason legend, uh, and a pretty decent professional wrestler. Future Hall of Famer. He um, okay. Yeah, he makes decent money uh, for himself. Uh, all right. Today's episode, it is June 5th. Just There's just so much stuff going on in Vikings land. June 5th, I think they had an OTA practice today. I think I saw Marcus Davenport had like a pass deflection against Kane uh, Wongwu in pass coverage. I don't really know what to think of that. One, because OTAs and uh, why is Marcus Davenport coverage? That we were... Uh, not doing that anymore, but uh, here we are. Uh, whatever. I'm not going to get mad about something on, on June 5th. Um, Dalvin That's Cook. my new goal for the show. It's just <laughs> to trigger the shit out of you. But Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's We've talked about him a couple times on this show. He's been in the news a little bit recently. Uh, Dolphins fans are just seemingly checking their, their Twitter feed and Google News every two seconds to see if he's been traded to the Dolphins because they just feel like that's going to happen or he's been released because I've seen a lot of uh, reports on that side of the table be like, oh, well, we'll just, we'll just sign him when he's released. And I'm just like, you, you sure that's going to happen? Um, but Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated is the latest to add some, uh, I guess, another tidbit to um, the Dalvin Cook saga in Minnesota right now. And I feel like this was reported before, but it's just like been reported in different degrees. And I feel like new words are added to it by different people every time. Like, I feel like we've known that the Vikings and Dolphins have had talks about Delvin Cook. I think that's been reported by multiple people. They had talks before the draft and nothing came of it. Um, but Albert Breer added on, uh, on today, on Monday, that the Vikings and Dolphins were, quote, very close to trading Delvin Cook to uh, the Dolphins, and uh, it didn't happen, obviously, and then both teams went on to draft a running back, um, and Alvin, now now Albert Breer believes that the Dolphins, although they still might be interested in Dalvin Cook, they might have filled their need for what he called, uh, I think, a, a big-time play running back in their, uh, the player that they drafted in the third round. Which is the Devin Kane. Yeah, from, from Texas A&M. Um, and then Breer also added, though, that after the trade fell through, the Vikings reportedly had discussions about using Dalvin Cook more sparingly in 2023 if they could figure out a way to bring him back, you know, at a lower price, um, which to me just doesn't make any sense at all. He's coming off his fourth straight year of a thousand yard season. Alexander Madison has proven no reason to be above Dalvin Cook on the depth chart. That would just be really odd. Um, just, I mean, June 1st, we looked at that deadline. At, we looked at that date as a deadline for anything to happen with Dalvin Cook and the Vikings just around that time. Came and went. No trade. No release. Nothing. Um, are the Vikings going to keep Dalvin Cook? It doesn't seem like it. Everywhere we hear, you know, the Vikings would like to get rid of Cook, get get him someone do right by Dalvin, as Jeremy Fowler reported. Um, the most interesting report over the weekend came from Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald, who is a Dolphins insider. He's been doing this a long time. And he said that he heard a couple of things. One, that, yes, the Dolphins would be interested if Cook were released, but they're not willing to pay, you know, 
what he's making right now. So a team could theoretically, if a team went crazy and outbid him, they're not going to outbid him for the running back in part because they have a Kane who they drafted in the third round. Um, the other thing that was interesting to me is that the Vikings could possibly hold on to Cook through training camp and wait for some other running back on some other team to get hurt yep. and then trade him. Um, and the Teddy, best part about Ted, all Sam this, Bradford and Teddy. Yes. Yes. Not to that, not to that degree. No. But the the thing that gets me is that, and I can't remember Jackson's exact words, but it just sounded like the Vikings are just digging their heels in because they don't want to pay Dalvin Cook. You know, we've talked about some of the players that the Vikings have gotten rid of this season, off season, and we're like, oh yeah, they got better because they got rid of them. Like we're not shedding tears. Uh, some people are, but we're not shedding tears <laughs> over Adam yourself. Thielen because we think that, you know, a younger, faster receiver like yeah. Jordan Addison can help this offense. We're not shedding tears about Patrick Peterson because they could use more speed. And Brian Flores plays a man-to-man scheme. Dalvin Tomlinson could be a useful player, but yeah, it's Kendrick. not something where you go, God, the Vikings just got worse because Dalvin Tomlinson walked out the door. This is a move where I feel the Vikings got worse. And, you know, people talk about, well, you know, Alexander, like this is like the hot girlfriend, right? Let's say like a couple breaks up and then all of a sudden on their Instagram, you see them like cuddling in the corner booth and we're so happy together. And look at this, like the Vikings are basically doing that here. They're putting Alexander Madison who had 3.7 yards per carry last year on their team banner in place of Dalvin cook. Kevin O'Connell is at OTAs talking about Alexander Madison's three down ability and how he's flashing all this stuff. And yet, you know, you talked about, Hey, they might like kind of cycle them in more. Wasn't that the plan last year? Why didn't that happen? Why didn't Dalvin cook mix in with Alexander Madison more because Alexander Madison had 74 carries. Why is this a thing? Why did they bring him back? And, and if they were so hell bent on getting rid of Dalvin cook, which they definitely are, they, they can say everything they want and they go, well, Dalvin's a great guy and, you know, we really like him and whatever. It's bullshit. They want to get rid of him. Why the hell didn't they do it back in February? Like, yeah. let, let's go way back. Let's go further back. You know, Dalvin Cook gets that shoulder surgery, right? And that's $2 million guaranteed. You telling me the Vikings weren't aware that Dalvin Cook was going to go under the night to get money? You know what they should have done at that point? Bleep you. We're cutting you. Yeah. That is exactly what should have happened. But no, we have to do right. I don't know if the Wolves maybe had another mandate where they're like, well, you know, Dalvin, we really like him and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, F you, dude. And we, we talked about Dalvin's shoulder injury. Like, it's been two or three years. Like, you have to have constant contact. Like, hey, are you going to get this shoulder surgery or not? Like, what what's going on here? So the fact that they didn't, I mean, they knew they were going to replace Dalvin Cook. They talked to David Montgomery reportedly. Mm -hmm. Then when that didn't work, they came crawling back to Madison. And here we are. Alexander Madison, RB1 season. This is like a toddler who is just digging, like stopping their feet and holding their breath because they can't get the toy they want. The Vikings don't want to pay a running back $14 million and they're just going to hold their breath and stop their feet until some team caves in and everybody else around the league is like, um, no, we're not trading for a running back who has a laundry list of injuries that's coming off a shoulder surgery that's age 28 that slowed down considerably in the last half of that season. But to act like Alexander Madison 
is this massive upgrade because we can use four other running backs who are cheaper and we can distribute the carries. That doesn't matter if any of them aren't good. Like, like this, this goes beyond Madison too. Like Alexander Madison. Okay. 3.8 yards per carry. And you can say, well, Chris, the other backs behind them, Ty Chandler, what he's got three good preseason games and a broken hand in his rookie year. All right. Sign him up for 300 carries or 200 or whatever the hell you want to do. Dwayne McBride can't even get on the damn field because he's dealing with a hamstring injury. And we know hamstring injuries aren't exactly like a, Oh, he's fixed thing. Those things can linger. You know, they, they are overthinking themselves when it comes to this. And I, I, I honestly agree with the whole getting rid of Dalvin cook thing. I think he wasn't very efficient last year and they need efficiency more than home runs. But Alexander Madison, isn't this efficient workhorse that everybody seems to think. And when he's running for three and a half yards per carry in October, I am going to do the biggest victory lap that I have, you know, top five, probably not biggest, but I mean, it's galaxy braining. They're being stubborn. Yeah. It's, uh, it reminds me of, remember last year with the the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo and they're like, he's not, he's not our quarterback. We're going to get rid of him. He's not our our quarterback. He, it got to the point where he was having like his own training camp practices, like to the side, Mm -hmm. not with the team. Um, and then, you know, Trey Lance got hurt and they're like, Hey, um, so Jimmy, we, we need you. Um, you gotta come back. And he's yeah. like, Oh yeah, I guess so. Um, cause he's a nice guy. So he decided to come back. Um, I feel like the same thing's kind of going on with the Vikings where like they, they've had this plan to try and get rid of Dabble Cook. They wanted to get rid of him probably before free agency. That didn't happen. Then they wanted to get rid of him before the draft. That didn't happen. Now they want to get rid of him, you know, around June 1st. That hasn't happened. So. You know what? What are you? What are you doing now? What are you? Are you like? What is your plan? Are you going to keep him around and wait for someone to get hurt? Is that a better idea than you know maybe and maybe you'll get a better package than than what you could get right now from a team like the Dolphins or, or the Bills or somebody. Um, but like, and it can, they can also cut him and right now and they would save eight or nine million. So I understand you want to get something in return for him. Also, what do you get? What are you getting for him? He's he's a overpriced. Past his prime running back, I know he, uh, he reminds me maybe of like, you know, LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy got traded to the Bills from the Eagles a couple years ago. Yeah. More than more than a couple years ago. Um, yeah. And he, he still had a couple of good seasons with the Bills, but he wasn't he wasn't the, the LaShawn McCoy from from the Eagles. Um, and that's kind of the same same situation where Devin Cook is. Yeah, he, he might have one or two, you know, above average seasons left in him, but he's not he's not the player that he was in 2019 or, or 2020. Um, so like, just, just, what are you doing? Like there comes a point where you just got to cut your losses and just, just let it go. So you can, so, so someone like Alexander Madison can focus on being the top guy. He doesn't have to worry about someone over his shoulder. You know, yes, he doesn't have to answer answering questions. Yeah. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to do that. Like that, that's ridiculous that he has to go to training camp or even OTAs right now and be like, and not talk about like the excitement of being in the offense, the excitement of being the top guy. In the backfield, no, it's like, oh, have you have you heard from Dalvin? You know, have you talked to him? Like, you know, what's going on with Dalvin? He's like, yeah, we talk. Like, what do you want him to yeah. say? Like, yeah, uh, he's supposed to be gone, but he's still here. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. But like, it's just, it's very awkward, and it seems like the Vikings, their whole plan has been to get rid of Dalvin Cook. Just and it hasn't worked out. And sometimes when things don't work out, you just gotta go with what seems like their last resort, which is releasing him. And they're still going to clear cap space. So it's like, it's not like they're going to eat a bunch of dead cap if they get rid of him. I know Quasey 
wants to get something in return, like he did with Zadarius. Like Zedarius. He gave up draft picks to get something in return. And they retain salary. Yes, to to get draft picks. Like it's okay. Just like just just move on and and follow the plan that you guys have had of, of making Madison the top guy and Ty Chandler and everyone else behind him. If that's your plan, then follow through with it. Don't don't keep Dalvin Cook and and you're saying you want to do this guy right. You want to do him right. You're not doing Dalvin Cook any favors by keeping him around and not being able to get with the team that he is what that he's gonna be with to learn their playbook if it's any different, which is probably gonna be. You know, you're not doing him any favors right now by keeping him around. So it's a it's it's just turned into like a messy situation and it didn't have to be. So I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's gotten to the point where like, come on, just 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 do something. Um, just stick into where Dalvin Cook might end up this year because we we pretty much believe he's not going to be with the Vikings. Like it would something like Madison would probably have to get hurt for that to happen. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously we don't want that to happen, but that's probably what it would take. Um, who are some dark horse teams you think could maybe slide in and and add Delvin Cook to their to their roster? It's hard for me to like pick a team because nobody wants to pay him. Like yeah. I, I don't think there's a team. Like I mean, if you release if we're, him, we're talking, you can pay him whatever you want. If we're talking without the contract. Like I could see the Cowboys doing it. Oh yeah. Like Tony Pollard's like, and we've already talked about Jerry Jones. Like, I like them big name. Let's get that Dalvin cook on in here. I don't know. He's from Arkansas. He probably doesn't speak English. Um, you know, the Broncos are a team that I kind of, you know, raise my eyebrows a little bit because Javante Williams is coming off an injury. George Payton is there. Um, I think Sean Payton's pulling the strings right now, but oh, yeah. that's another potential one. Like the thing is, you know, that Barry Jackson report also said they're not letting Cook talk to other teams about a restructured deal. They let that happen with Zadarius Smith. So so you're talking about doing right by him. They're not even letting him like discuss like a contract with teams like, hey, we're working on a deal with Miami. Do you want to go talk to Miami and see if you can like work out a pay cut or whatever? Like that's you know, that's something and, and like, yeah, if if you're just gonna be stubborn and not let him talk to people, you're not gonna wanna pay him the fourteen million dollars. Like you're not gonna get the trade unless, you know, like we said, somebody around the and running backs get hurt all the time. But you know, if you're a team, I mean, no team's gonna be like, oh, I'm, I did, like the Colts aren't going to be like, Jonathan Taylor just went down. You know what would help this team? Dalvin Cook at $14 million. Like, yeah. nobody's going to do that. Yeah. Like, um, I, 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 You brought up a point of, like, um, them not letting him negotiate with other teams or whatever. I, I think they're probably part of the reason why they're holding on to him is because they see a team's, like, in their division, like the Bears, and maybe not so much the Lions anymore because they drafted a running back, but I don't think they want him to go to the Bears. And I think that's a team that could go after him uh, if, he, if he's released um and once they release him they get they don't, but, they but don't have you any think control. he's this an inefficient washed running back doesn't right. matter then right like I, I, I let him go want, to the bears well they traded what they traded Zedarius out of uh the nfc so mm-hmm. they made sure that he wasn't going to have any impact on them and i think they want to do something similar with dalvin most teams like to do that they like to get him just out of their conference entirely in case you know they they do have a season where the you know they got a chip on their shoulder and they're out to prove everyone wrong. Um, what about the Chiefs? I feel like the Chiefs, if he's if he's released, that's a team that's like, why not? Why wouldn't why wouldn't we sign Devin Cook? And didn't Isaiah Pacheco have like a crap ton of injuries he played through in the Super Bowl? Um, yeah, I don't I don't know the specifics of that. Yeah, um, so you can be right. Yeah, he had he 
had off-season surgery. He's getting repaired. I, I guess I can't see the Chiefs really doing that because they're kind of the poster child for this whole cheap running back movement at the moment because Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round, like, you know, all the GMs are like holding him up like man up from heaven or whatever. Like Isaiah Pacheco, our savior. For, well, have- he keeps us from paying running backs $5 million a year. <laughs> We they did have we, Jamal Charles for a while. Though, son, right? Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. They had Jamal Charles Sorry for a while. Sorry if I offended right? anybody with that, by the way. But <laughs> it's just, it, it's ridiculous to me. Yeah, they don't, they don't. But I'm saying, like, if, if he's released, he's not getting whatever money he thinks he's getting. He's like, maybe he'll get like That's four, the other point, four yes. or five million with incentives or whatever. Um, definitely an incentive laid into contract wherever he goes. And I, I think the Broncos are a team that are just sneaky, like, Yes, what Javante Williams? Um, he's miraculously recovered from his knee falling off. Um, but it, signing someone like Dalvin or acquiring someone like Dalvin gives you the opportunity to, to let Javante Williams heal and not rush back out of the field and ruin his entire career. And Sean Payton, uh, he he did pretty good with this guy named Alvin Kamara, who has a mm-hmm. similar skill set uh, to Dalvin Cook. So I think that's that's a team to to keep an eye on for Dalvin Cook if if he is released or. Or even maybe they want to trade for him because, you know, George Payton is the, the guy there. You mentioned his Minnesota connections. Um, and Sean Payton, he he likes – he. I feel like he runs the ball more than people realize. People are always talking about Sean Payton as like this quarterback guru, but he always had like a solid rushing running game in all of his offenses. Like thinking like Deuce McCallis, Mark Ingram. And um, multiple Reg- backs. Reggie yes. Bush. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all those guys. Um, so I, I think that's a team to definitely keep an eye on for, for Dalvin Cook. For, but for, for now, he's still on the Vikings roster. Uh, but, uh, and I think he's in Minnesota. He was last week. Um, cause I saw some Instagram story or whatever. He was at home with like some fashion stylist or whatever at his home. So he is, he could be in Minnesota. Uh, um, just, I think that would be a really awkward speech if you brought him back. Just for sure. Hey, Alex. Um, yeah, Dalvin's <laughs> coming in tomorrow. Um, Would you ask for a trade if 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 you're Alexander Madison if if Devin comes back because you I guess you've made your commitment. Who's going to trade for Alexander Madison? His cap is way lower, like two. It is, but it wasn't good. No, like that's that's the whole thing here. I don't think Alexander Madison is good. If he like, was, like he wouldn't be in the. He wouldn't be on the Vikings. Another team would have signed him. So right. like, and he was and they like, would have offered him a lot more money than what three and a half million that he got. Yeah. So yeah, he's he is what he Isaiah is. Isaiah Pacheco, though, I'd rather have him. Isaiah <laughs> Pacheco. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, moving on to, uh, I don't think we've talked about Kirk Cousins in a while. It's been kind of weird. Um, we probably talked about him here, but, um, Kirk Cousins, uh, Phil Sims, 
his 2023 quarterback rankings are beginning to uh, be released. I think he's gone through like nine through 40. He ranks 40 quarterbacks. which is- It is great offseason content. And he it doesn't is- just drop them all at once. Nah, yeah. Nah, he, he just like a slow little. Has a whole podcast. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it. Uh, I haven't listened to it. Um, no. So the the latest uh, rankings have come out for Chris Sims top forty quarterback rankings. Like everyone just waits for these every year. The the, the holy grail of, of quarterback rankings. No, the, the um, Isaiah Pacheco of quarterback <laughs> ratings. In uh, the Sims coming in at number thirteen is uh, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Coming in at number twelve, Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. Right where everyone thinks he is so there's really no argument there at number 11 daniel jones of the new york Giants. okay um number 10 matthew stafford of the los angeles rams who didn't really play last year apparently he's still a top 10 quarterback um and deshaun watson of the cleveland browns at number nine who was terrible say what you will about watson and stafford they've had really good years in the recent past um and daniel jones had a career year last year helped the giants get back to the playoffs still through for 15 touchdowns the whole year. The whole year. He played all every game. 15 touchdowns through five interceptions. That's great. That's a great ratio. Um, rushed for another, I believe, seven touchdowns. Okay, so that puts, puts him up to 22 touchdowns the whole year. He accounted for. Kirk Cousins accounted for 37 touchdowns. I want to see. Wait, am I wrong? Wait, how many touchdowns is Kirk Cousins? 30. No, it was under 30. I know that. Uh, it's 29. So he counted for 31 touchdowns because he had two rushing touchdowns. He had 29 passing and two rushing. He had he counted for 31 rushing, and he threw for over 4,500 yards. But Daniel Jones, number 11 on on this, <laughs> this quarterback ranking above Kirk Cousins. Uh what? How in the world is Daniel Jones ranked above Kirk Cousins? I think that's that's all I'm I'm gonna ask. I'm just surprised Kellen Mond's not above uh, both oh, of these guys. Oh, yeah. Um, he personally, did uh, he have him above Justin Fields? Yeah. Um. <sighs> Yeah, he did, or <laughs> something weird. Like, like it was Fields, or I don't think he had him ahead of Lawrence, but no, he it just uh, it wasn't. It yeah, wasn't it wasn't that weird. Weird. Um, Daniel Jones should write Ed Donatel a Christmas card every year for the rest of his life. Get him a nice little fruit basket, maybe a nice bottle of whatever Ed Donatel likes to drink. I don't know Christmas if he's a drinker or whatever. A percentage of his salary. Uh, yeah, but, but, but throw it all in. Get get a night. I mean, you can afford both at $40 million a year. You can have a really nice bottle of whatever he prefers. You can get him a little nice Christmas bonus and say, Dear Mr. Donatel, I appreciate your crappy defense letting me get me and my family set for literally the rest of my life. Sincerely, Daniel Jones. Like this happens in other sports too, where I don't think like national teams like pay attention to uh, little old teams in Minnesota. It's it's not as bad in the NFL, but you know, right. like in hockey or you know the Wild or the Timberwolves or even the yeah. Twins. But I mean, the Twins aren't important. They just swing and flail and just you know. I, I could go on and on about them, but I, I think that those two, like that was the last good game Daniel Jones had, right? I think it was a nationally televised game. It was a playoff game. Everybody saw Daniel Jones at his, what you would call his absolute best. Cause he was looking like Michael Vick, Steve Young, whoever have you, because Ed Donatel's Vanilla defense Vick. was that bad. Vanilla Vick. 
Vanilla Vic, yeah, he Danny Dimes, man. Yeah, I'm going to go get a cannoli. What the fuck's a cannoli? Hey, Vinny going to get you some concrete shoes if you don't like Vanilla Vic. Hey. <laughs> oh, I hate New York so much. But um, Hey, I'm a native New York. Not, I'm not a New York, native New York. New York City. City. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm upstate. I'm upstate. So it is different. But yeah, East Coast. It's a little different on that side of the country. Hey, yeah, Gabagool. There's just no. I don't even know what is the Gabagool. Sometimes Gabagool. Um, I think it's sauce. I want to say it's sauce. I feel like it's, it's like goulash gibberish. or something. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that, right? Um, or just something drunk New Yorkers say. But the thing is, with like all these rankings, and you're they're gonna come out with like the the NFL top 100, which is always just disaster. Um, <laughs> it's like Mac Jones is higher than Kirk Cousins, like. Okay, how'd that work out? Um, Devontae Adams ahead of Justin Jefferson. All right. <laughs> that's going to probably happen. Um, yeah. But, like, are these are these rankings projecting where these quarterbacks will rank in 2023? Are these the rankings heading into 2023? Like, that's, I, I don't know if Phil Sims, Phil Sims, Chris Sims has uh, explained this in his podcast because I didn't even listen to the reasoning why, like, Daniel Jones is ahead of some of these quarterbacks on this list because I didn't want to. I didn't. I don't. You don't deserve my the time in my life for me to give it to you to listen to this stupid rank. Why? Like we are nowhere near the biggest Kirk Cousins fans in the world. We're not even close. Like we will criticize him as soon as he makes a mistake. But we're not like we we don't purposefully like rank him below quarterbacks that he's better than just because you know. We don't think he's an elite quarterback. Uh, he's better than Daniel Jones. That's that's not even a question. Dak Prescott is better than Daniel Jones. That's not a question. Like, there's probably a handful of quarterbacks behind Daniel Jones that are better than Daniel Jones. Um, the thing about Daniel Jones is, like, yeah, he had a career year or whatever. His numbers weren't that great. I guess, yeah, he rushed for over 700 yards. That's another element of his game. How long is that going to last um, before he gets beaten in the ground um, by someone, you know, who's three times his size. And then, you know, like he was good for a year. You want to do that again to go, go out and do it again. And then you can be, you know, borderline top 10 quarterback, but don't, don't sit here and be like Daniel, D- Daniel Jones. Cause he got paid all that money because the giants had no one else to turn to and needed the quarterback paid him all that money. So that, that because he gets paid that money means he's a borderline top 10 quarterback. No, that's not, it's not how it should go. But uh, Daniel Simmons, Jones running into Ed Donatel was like the worst thing that could have happened to the Giants last year. They like the Giants are not a fan of Ed Donatel. They they no. are not a fan. Oh, no. <laughs> they're like, dude, you cost us so much money. But like, what what really were the Giants' other options other than Daniel Jones? Like paying him that was like Geno Smith, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Could they have like, called Aaron Rodgers? Right. Yeah. That you want to play have... in New York, buddy? Well. And their supporting cast isn't as good as the Jets. No, but he he would have brought we got, his guys. We got Saquon Barkley. He would have brought his guys. You know, he would have brought Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb. Jordy Nelson, and uh, you know <laughs> all those guys. So he would have been, he would have. Been um, and and Dable seems like a cool dude. So like he would have gotten along with uh, Aaron Rodgers probably. All I feel the like there drugs was you can have man. All yeah, the drugs. Yeah, <laughs> plants, plants. Sorry, plants. <laughs> But like I don't know, I just get frustrated about. It. Sometimes I get frustrated about this offseason stuff. Like sometimes I feel like it's purposefully like this stuff is purposefully sprinkled in. One because a lot of people know the Vikings fan base and they know they're gonna freak out about something like this. And guess what? We did because it's stupid. Uh, and you're stupid. I'm not uh, freaking out. I'm just shrugging my shoulders. Like yeah, they know we're not gonna. They know we're not gonna ignore it. Like we're not yes. gonna be like. 
Oh, yeah, Daniel Jones, number 11. Kirk Cousins, number 12. That looks right. No, we're not going to do that. Um, like, so I don't know. It's it's off season stuff. It just it happens every year, and it's not going to be done this year either. Like, there's going to be something else that comes out, like those NFL top 100. It's going to be like, uh, it's like who who would be the second best player on the Vikings? Let's see. There's Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. What if Dalvin Cook's higher than Kirk Cousins? Oh God, that'd be good. Or Zadarius Smith's like Quasi's just like Zadarius Smith number, coming in at number twenty. Zadarius Smith, it's like what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. Well, T.J. Hawkinson, he 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 might yeah. be number, number two. Um, so that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, Kirk, Chris, Chris Sims, Phil Sims, John Sims, whatever your name is. It doesn't matter what your name is. Exactly, it does not matter because you don't. Um, last topic today, kind of interesting. Um, apparently there's a new Netflix documentary coming out about the 2006 to 2009 Florida Gators. Um, looking back at the, that roster, holy cow, like the characters they had on those teams. You had Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, Riley Cooper, uh, the Pouncey brothers, uh, I'm, I'm sure Brandon Spikes, uh, Joe Hayden, like a lot of good players. Uh, and, and former Vikings receiver. Percy Harvin. Um, it's where he got his start. It's where he made his name for himself in the college ranks. And then he uh, landed with the Vikings in the first round after he had some, you know, questionable uh, background issues, which seemed to be in common with a bunch of his teammates, except for maybe Tim Tebow. Um, he had some other questionable things going on with him. Uh, but there's a documentary coming out, and uh, it hasn't been, like, officially announced or revealed, but it I would expect Percy Harvin to be included in this documentary. You can't really talk about those teams without mentioning him. He was a big part of their offense. I'm just curious to maybe if they got a chance to interview him because I don't think anyone's really heard from him in a while, uh, except for when he almost came back like a couple years ago. Do you remember that? Where he was like, yeah, yeah I'm, he was I'm training and I'm coming back and like, videos and uh, OK, <laughs> sure. Um, he's only like 30. Then, so I guess it was it was kind of believable. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I think it comes out in August. I'll be I'll be watching this for sure. It's it's under falling under the Untold Umbrella, which I think to the Manti Teo documentary that's also on Netflix. If you haven't seen that, that was pretty good, too. Um, a couple other things as well. Um, if there was a season or a group of seasons, or is there a season or a group of seasons from Vikings history uh, that you would like to see explored in a Netflix documentary? I think we've maybe dabbled similar on this topic before, but, you know, we can talk about it again. Um, let's start... Well, first, before I do this, I want to shout out Luke Braun's History of the Vikings, oh, yes. which is absolutely fantastic. It does not actually have interviews, so this would be like a different type of thing. But Luke does a tremendous job on running through Vikings history. A lot of footage, a, though. A lot of old footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I, I am not crapping on the fact it doesn't have mm-hmm. like a one-on-one interview with like Adrian Peterson or whatever, <laughs> but... It it is very good if you have not seen it. There's no uh, there's no interviews with someone sitting in a chair by themselves in a in a closet. That that's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> um, as far as like kind of like an untold type thing, um, the 2004 Vikings would be number one on my list because that team was just such a hot mess. Uh, you had Brock Lesnar in training camp. You had Randy Moss with that uh, hamstring injury. You had Dante Culpepper playing out of his mind to a level where Peyton Manning was having one of the most historic seasons in NFL history. And Dante Culpepper was going blow for blow with him in the MVP race. 
Uh, you had Mike Tice, who was his own, like he was Dan Campbell before Dan Campbell was, oh, yeah. you know, a, a thing. Um, really, you could do those. I, I mean, you could go to 2001, the 2001 Vikings. Uh, you took mine. Came off the 41, <laughs> yeah, the 41 donut uh, thing. Robert Smith retired. Corey yep. Stringer yep. died. Uh, it was the end of the Dennis Green era. Yep. Um, lots of interesting things that would be fun to take. I don't even know fun would be the right word, but interesting, interesting to, to take yes. a deep dive on. Yeah, I was going to say the 2001 team. I was going to say, like, start it, like, from the moment, like, the players are walking back in the locker room from the NFC Championship game, like, just pissed off, and then go through, like, the, the summer and everything with Corey Stringer and even before that with Robert Smith retiring, like you mentioned, and then just like things going terribly wrong the whole season. Like you come off an NFC championship appearance and you go five and 11. Like that's like teams struggle after they do well sometimes, but that was like, they felt flat on their face. And, and it wasn't because like Dante Culpepper got hurt or anything. It wasn't because Randy Moss got hurt or anything. They just couldn't do anything. And yeah, it resulted in Dennis Green getting fired. Um, so I think that would be, just interesting because that's not a season that's really talked about. Like you, you hear about 2009, you hear about 98, you know, you hear about, like you said, 2000, even 2004, 2005. Um, that's not, 2001 is not really a season that a lot of people talk about. And I feel like that would, that would be interesting to find out more because we don't know as much about it. Like we know about Corey Stringer, obviously, but there wasn't, we don't really know like what was going on. Was there other things that were going on? in that locker room on those practice fields that prevented them from being as good as they were the year before. And um, it kind of, you could do that whole decade as like one doc. 2000 or 90? 2000. Cause you yep. kind of start it. Like you mentioned, you can start it from the two thousands. Maybe yep. you go back a little bit to when Dante Culpepper was drafted in 1990, you know, yep. like you said, started that way and then go through you know, them building this team and getting bought by the Welfs and acquiring Jared Allen and getting this team around Tavares Jackson, realizing it's not going to work. And, oh, here's Brett Favre. And you have an end with, you know, the Saints winning that Bounty Gate game and kind of just asking, you know, what could have been? Like, I heard something interesting on Score North mentioning, you know, or maybe it was Purple Insider, but, uh, you know, if Dante doesn't get hurt, what does that 2009 NFC Championship game look like? Like if Dante doesn't have his knee explode. It's Dante fumbling instead of Adrian it's, <laughs> They're just fumbling it back and forth to each other like, you take it. I don't know. You take it. Didn't, you Pers- take it. didn't Percy Arvin have a fumble or two in that game too? Percy had a fumble. Uh, didn't Shanko have a fumble? Everybody Arvin. had a fumble. Yeah, yeah oh. I would I would even go as like the 2010 season. Just to, that was just a disaster from the start. Brett Favre, like, didn't, he didn't even want to be there because he was like, my ankle is literally, like, falling off. I, I don't want to play football anymore. And they're like, oh, come on. We'll give you, like, $30 million for one year. And he's like, all right. Uh, and then, you know, it didn't go well. He His streak ended, uh, his consecutive game streak ended because he just kept getting pounded in the ground. Uh, they signed the Randy Moss. collapsed. <laughs> Stadium collapse. They That's like the Moss. version of our pets' heads are falling off. It's just our stadium collapse. Yeah, so they had they had the Tuesday <laughs> game. They fired Brad Childress. Oh. Like so much happened that year. That would be a fun one to explore too. Like these are always things like I've always had in the back of my mind. Like if I had the time and the money to like explore and like even just like a narrative podcast, I would love to like be able to have the time to do that. Because you know what, too, a Dennis Green doc would be fire. I think. Yeah, like that would be very for Vikings, interesting. For Vikings fans, I yeah. 
Well, he's like an NFL character because he's got that. Um, he's got the rant. They are who we thought they were. Oh, yeah. People yeah, know yeah, who yeah, Dennis yeah, Green yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Danny Thanks, Green, sir. baby. <laughs> and also those Bud Light commercials where they would put him in, where they would have like those fake press conferences. And God, those were brilliant. <laughs> I miss those so much. <laughs> they are who know. we thought they were. We put, I don't know. Well, well, they took your Coors Light. We let them off the hook. Oh, okay. I don't know if Danny Green was still the coach, but the Cardinals have had some of my favorite press conference moments. You think of, uh, I think Derek Anderson's probably my favorite, where they were asking him about, like, why are you laughing on the sideline when you're, like, getting blown out? And he was like, you think this is funny? You think this is funny? You think this is funny? You it's not. Did. It's not a game. It's a game. It's a game. And, like, oh. he was freaking out. Um, that's one of the greatest press conferences. Also, another great press conference, Mike Zimmer, um, reading from a clearly PR letter saying that he had nothing to do with the slashing of the throats of the stuffed animals in the locker room. Just pure <laughs> magnificence. 26. Oh, 2016 uh, would yeah. be an awesome season for a document documentary. As well. I don't mean it's going away yes. with yes. Teddy in it. Teddy, like, Teddy's knee exploding. Season's um, over. And anything with an exploding knee or like a preseason training camp. Uh, 2018, too. Yeah, 2018. A lot of expectations. Uh, didn't, um, you know, I think it's somber here, but didn't, didn't, there, didn't Tony Sperano Tony Sperano died. died. Yeah. They fired uh, OC uh, in the middle of the season. What's his name? John DeFilippo. Fired him. Uh, did When did Zimmer have his eye? Was his eye 2016? I was 2016. 2016. 16, yes. Because Prefer coached. Prefer's another <laughs> They started five and zero, and they fired Norv Turner. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh, sit down interview with Norv. Like, so what really happened? I'll tell you what happened. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Just go off. He's got to wait. I I think he's got to wait for his son to get out of the league first before he can give a tell off. Because he's like, I don't think you think that'll come out someday. Like, what really happened? Oh, it'll come out. Yeah. I'm, why doesn't Mike Zimmer write a book? He's got so much to talk about. Like he could, he could, the book is coming. I it's think it's coming. Be. Like it, it has to be. I'm something. shocked he hasn't like talked to like Pelicero anyone. Yeah, like there, there hasn't been a sit down interview. There hasn't been because he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, it's he's that guy. He's like, I don't. He's care. probably just like, all right, it's over. Like, like yeah, he probably yeah. holds a grudge, but he doesn't like act on it. Right. Like he just he's just old man. Just he's also getting he's still getting summer. paid. He might have yeah. to wait till he's done getting paid. He might have like he might even have like an NDA where he can't say anything because he's still yeah. getting paid. Um, and also you know taking care of his helping take care of his grandkids. His son passed away recently too, so that's not too fun. Yeah, but he just says I don't I don't know if he still has that girlfriend or not. But oh well. Ring of Honor someday though, right? We talked about this <sighs> a little bit. I think so. I think I think so. I think you gotta give it a couple years, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, like twenty thirty. Yeah, He's still alive. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the screens in there, right? One of the best defenses in the history of the organ, like since Bud Grant. Yeah, you can't. So. You can't put like they're gonna put Stefan Diggs in the in the Ring of Honor one day. You can't put him in there and be like, "No, nah, Mike Zimmer, you don't you don't get to go in there." Like the Minneapolis yeah. miracle wouldn't have happened without Mike Zimmer too. They wouldn't have been there without his help. So yeah, and he was a coach for a long time. They were successful. I think he's the third winningest coach in Vikings history. Um, Dennis Green's in the Ring of Honor, isn't he? Yeah, it's gotta be right. Yeah, he was put in there a couple years ago, I think, like by his oh wife or kids or something. You know, we're talking about seasons. Like we missed the obvious one, twenty seventeen. You could do a documentary on that too. Case Keenum, yeah, yeah. I mean, Matthew Collar has got a book on it, but I mean, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah, he he wrote a book on the twenty seventeen season. So, hmm. uh, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. You do it, bang, bang, bang. 
like those three seasons and then uh, why can't we would, have a good that one that would be like, interesting <laughs> one that ends with a super bowl never we're never gonna have a happy ending it's like um what we need is we need somebody to make so like the boston red sox they had the curse of the bambino right and then they uh the farley brothers or fairly who made yeah. dumb and dumber they came out with fever pitch oh which yeah is a very underrated movie but i i love it because it's Jimmy just obsessed Fallon? sport yes Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore, yep. obsessed sports fan, falls in love type story. I'm not a big rom-com guy, but like that one, like obviously I can relate to. So um, yeah, that we need a rom-com about the Vikings and then we'll win the Super Bowl. Mary, like Mary and Ga- Gary Anderson. Or something. <laughs> Is he the curse? Does he have to pass away? For, <sighs> like, I, I, I think it was last year. We're just going to start like, sacrificing old like Vikings. Villains, like the Zodiac like, killer was apparently a, a Vikings fan and he died like a couple years ago. And I was like, the curse is over. It's like, no, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no. It never ends. No. All right. This is oh, we have off the rails. About. We're this talking is, about sacrificing is, Gary Anderson. And this is a June 5th <laughs> podcast. That is for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. If you're still watching um, and like this video. Also, uh, make sure to follow the Vikings on Twitter and Facebook. And the audio version of this podcast will be available in the morning on Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts wherever you get your pop. But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.